0: Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. Joining me now on the podcast covering the Arizona Wildcats, Michael Leff. He works for the uh, Arizona Daily Star out there in Tucson. And I'll be honest with you as a guy, you know, I I just know enough about Arizona to know that they've struggled a lot over the past couple of seasons for them to go to San Diego state like that and and win that game and and win in the fashion that they did was very surprising to me on the outside. You're obviously a lot closer to that program. What was your reaction to what you saw in San Diego last week?
1: Yeah, I would say that I was moderately surprised. Um, I I definitely thought Arizona had a very good chance of winning. I initially was going to pick um, the Wildcats to win an upset. I kind of changed my mind at the last second, My Biggest concern was the matchup between the San Diego State uh, defensive front and the Arizona offensive line. And I what I underestimated was just how effective uh, Jaden DeLora, Arizona's new quarterback, could be even in the face of a fierce and unrelenting pass rush. Um, he was pressured more than a dozen times in that game, and you would have kind of barely noticed it uh, based on how calmly and coolly he handled it, uh, the decisions that he made, um, how smart he was with the football, um, how effectively, um, he was able to get the team moving up and down the field, um, despite losing some of those battles up front, Arizona was able to run the ball better, uh, than I thought they would, um. In the matchup last season against San Diego State, they had, I think, 51 yards rushing, and and this year they were around 170, so huge difference there. And then, you know, San Diego State is very limited uh, offensively. They're pretty much the polar opposite of Mississippi State, and once Arizona was able to get ahead by double digits and play with the lead, um, that really put the Aztecs in an uncomfortable spot.
0: You mentioned the, the difference up front and how you thought that was going to be a, a big factor. Obviously, you know, and Mike Leach sort of hit on this uh, in an interview he did with uh, John Canzano, uh, talking about the difference between the Pac-12 and the SEC is that the, the, the quality of players you have on both sides of the line in this conference is just just better normally when you play an out-of-conference opponent. Is is that, again, the biggest factor for you, how Arizona can, can work against Mississippi State's defensive line and offensive line in this game?
1: It's definitely one of the biggest factors. Um, I don't know if it's the biggest. I, I think it's going to be kind of a shock to the system uh, for Arizona to go from this ultra-conservative running-oriented team to you know, a Mike Leach uh, coach squad that's just going to pass the ball over the yard. You know, um, Arizona is going to have to make a ton of defensive plays in space. And, you know, I would say that the secondary is the strength uh, of the Arizona defense. They have a lot of experience back there. They have some really quality players, um, but they don't have great depth. And I think, you know, if they can't get um, Mississippi State off the field, that depth is going to be tested. Uh, I'm concerned that, you know, any missed tackle in space is going to lead to a big play. That's a huge point of emphasis um, for the Wildcats this week. Tackling, gang tackling, get as many bodies to the ball uh, as possible but you know to your point of course it it is always a concern um, when any Pac-12 team is going up against any SEC team uh, line play has not been a strength of Arizona in recent years one of the main reasons that the program hasn't been successful Um, they've taken steps to rectify that but um, you know if you're just sort of like which side do you check off who has the advantage In the trenches, I mean, you're probably going to go with Mississippi State on both sides in
0: this game. We've been, you know, in in this state, Lane Kiffin was very active in the transfer portal. Jed Finch, equally active out there. And I think you saw some of the results of that uh, on Saturday with what you saw from Delora, what you saw from Cowing. Who are a couple of the other impact transfers who who made a, a great week one impression on you?
1: Yeah, well, you mentioned the the headliners, Delora and Cowing. I mean, either one of them could have been the Pac-12 Offense Player of the Week. Delora ended up uh, winning the award, but someone that I think SEC fans are familiar with, DJ Williams, mm-hmm. uh, running back, who began his career at Auburn, spent last season at Florida State, didn't play much, very uh, didn't play very much um, over there. Came to Arizona kind of late in the process. Showed up a couple days before training camp. He had a huge impact in Week One. I mean, he rushed 14 times for 88 yards, 10 carries for 75 yards, and a touchdown in the second half. Big bruising back, the kind of kind of guy who can wear down a defense in a, a four-minute offense type situation. That's a big one. And then the other one I would say is Hunter Echols, um, who's uh, looks absolutely ideally built for what they call the cat defensive end position here um it's kind of a hybrid you know defensive end linebacker basically a pass rusher hunter spent um his first five years at usc he was a a four-star recruit um played uh for a while under johnny Manson, who's now the defensive coordinator here um hunter had a great start to last week's game um he had a tackle for loss on the very first play easily could have had another sack um he got hurt in the second quarter only played one play uh, in the second half but he looks good to go for this week and Arizona has to find a way to generate a pass rush you know with four guys if they can I mean that's that's the ideal situation uh, against any offense but especially this type of offense if you can generate a rush without blitzing and devote more resource, resources to the back end um, that's probably the best formula for success
0: when we do our Friday podcast, we always do what we call an X-factor player, not necessarily the offensive or defensive MVP of the game, but somebody we could see making a big play that that makes a, an impact in the game. For If you had to pick one of those players for Arizona, who would it be?
1: Oh, that's a good one. Um, I'm going to pick Jackson Turner, um, who's the, the free safety um, in this defense. He had his first career interception last week. Um, He seems to have good instincts for playing that position Um, last year uh, under defensive coordinator, Don Brown. um, There's a lot of man coverage being played uh, by Arizona, maybe too much. At times, you know, Jackson was asked to come up to the line and cover a slot receiver. And he, and a lot of his fellow safeties struggled in that role. He's playing more of a classic uh, center field type position now. Um, he was a quarterback, uh, among other positions, in high school, so he has kind of a good feel uh, for what quarterbacks are trying to do. And, you know, I could see him sort of lurking back there, reading the quarterback's eyes, swooping in and, and making a, a key interception or knocking down a pass um, that, that uh, is a momentum shifter in the game.
0: You know this from his time in the Pac-12 with Mike Leach, that he has this reputation of he's going to lose a game he's supposed to win. When you look at State's SEC schedule, all of their games at best are toss-ups, so you can't really say that's one of them. This is the game we sort of circled as if he's going to lose one, he should win. This is it. Do you do you feel like there are conditions in place right now that if things start going Arizona's, ways, Arizona's way early in the game, that they could pull off the upset?
1: Well, yeah, I think it's definitely possible. I mean, look, I think it was the, uh, the Mississippi State Sports Information Department put out there that this is – you know, the longest trip for the program since going to BYU Mm -hmm. in 2016. You know, you're traveling over a thousand miles. Uh, You're going to a different time zone. You're playing a game that starts uh, at the equivalent of, you know, 10 p.m. to your body clock. Um, I think that last week's uh, win for Arizona has kind of gotten people excited here. Uh, So there should be a pretty good, uh, home field advantage. Um, it's, you know, it's in the, it's in that PAC 12 after dark time slot, you yeah. know, I mean, weird things happen. Um, so yeah, I'd say it is definitely, uh, possible that that could happen. Um, but you know, Arizona has also struggled a lot against Mike beach coach teams, um, in recent seasons, they played Washington state six times from 2013 to 18. Um, Washington State won four of those games. They scored 69 points in two of those games. Um, so to me, you know, I need to I need to see it. I need to see some proof that that Arizona can stop this offense.
0: You sort of hit on what I wanted to ask you about next. I, I remember LSU going out to Tempe and playing Arizona State uh, in Les Miles' first year, many years ago. Is this the first SEC team that you remember Arizona hosting? And what do you expect from the crowd coming off of this big win uh, this this coming weekend?
1: Yeah, it's been a while. Um, I I have I've been this is my seventh year on the beat. Um, I don't think Arizona's played an SEC team during that time. They've played seven games all time against the SEC. They're one five and one um in those games. I think people are going to be pretty excited um about this. I mean, one of Jed Fish's like biggest goals since he's gotten here and he just Harps on it and talks about it all the time. Is he really wants to create a legit home field advantage? And, you know, fans have been pretty apathetic in recent years, and you can understand why. I mean, there just hasn't been a lot of success. I'd say since Khalil Tate left, there hasn't been a lot to get excited about. And now they finally have something um, that they can uh, get excited about. Uh, The kickoff being so late, that's advantageous for a good crowd as well, because, you know, you don't have to. You don't have to avoid the sun. Um, that was a huge issue uh, in last week's game at San Diego State. I mean, it was record record heat for San Diego. It was
0: hundred degrees. I saw that video kickoff. from the stadium. Yeah. yeah, I was surprised by that. Yeah, yeah.
1: And people just, you know, people were just kind of checking out once the score uh, got a little bit one sided. That won't be the case for this one. There's a reason they don't have, you know, uh, twelve thirty p.m. kickoffs in Arizona in September. It's just too hot. Um, so I think it's going to be a really Uh, jazzed up crowd. I think electricity in the building will be um, somewhere between, you know, high and very high. Um, I think people also around here get excited for an SEC matchup. I cover baseball um, as well. And, you know, the Super Regional um, two years ago against Ole Miss, I mean, people were really pumped just for the idea of, you know, a Pac-12 SEC matchup.
0: One last question. I always ask this whenever we have someone on who from a location that Mississippi State fans don't normally go to. Mm-hmm. Where should we eat?
1: <laughs> yeah, of course. Well, I would say that this is a great opportunity to uh, sample uh, some of the Mexican cuisine uh, that we have here uh, in the Southwest. Um, probably the most unique item that anyone could get if they're visiting would be a Sonoran hot dog. And the most famous place, maybe the best place, is uh, El Guero Canelo. Um, so I would recommend that. There's another place called um, BKs that has a very good uh, Sonoran dog. But I would definitely make sure if I was coming out there um, that I tried one of those. I don't, I don't know if, if you can get a Sonoran dog um, anywhere other than Tucson.
0: I have no idea what a Sonoran dog is. So I'm going to make an assumption that you're correct on that <laughs> and we'll see how it goes. Michael Lev from the Arizona Daily Star, man. Really appreciate your time today. Great information. Thanks for coming on the podcast. Hey, thanks for having me. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.